0: Welcome to my podcast in which I sit down with people from all over the world talking about life their culture their experiences and their best stories so relax and enjoy the conversation the reason that I'm doing this is to to encourage more meaningful conversations more Talking about things that, that are close to people. Yeah. And I'm basically looking for stories of people. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe interesting stories, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> that depends on the person, of course, and the listener. But that's basically what I want to do. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of my goal.
1: Let's go for it. Uh, yeah. I was very intrigued because when you said, by the way, this is my first time. I had no idea.
0: I don't think anyone <laughs> that has been on my podcast has done this before.
1: Ever. But that's yeah. a great thing. So you're getting people raw. That's fantastic. You a, need people, of course. Yeah. yeah. And then I just think when we sit in a restaurant and meet people, and there are just so many interesting stories. And I totally get where you're coming from because that's when I started traveling. I felt like my last, before I was a digital nomad, my last five years I was in a city and I felt like I was in a bubble um, where I don't think anybody should be. Everybody lives in a bubble, honestly. But I felt like I wasn't learning anything, though I was learning in my job. I wasn't meeting new people, though I was meeting new people. It's just your mindset, but now that I've become a digital nomad, I feel like I've solved a lot for it. Yeah. And then just the stories keep capturing me much more. Yeah. I just feel like I'm learning a new language and I'm, I'm in a new job so I'm learning a new technology everything for me it became a big thing I thought I was stuck Wow. yeah
0: yeah I heard about the concept of living in a bubble yeah but when I hear heard it, it was more around people traveling mm-hmm. going to somewhere and only meeting tourists or people that are not from the country, yeah. for example someone lives in Kenya, mm-hmm. in, the, in the capital, capital city, Nairobi, mm-hmm. and they only meet up, or they only have are friends with mm-hmm. people that are not from Kenya. That is a big concept that a lot of people apparently have, and...
1: Wow, well, we're talking about two different bubbles. I'm yeah, talking about
0: I, I, I a, very, a
1: uh, very settled, in your own city, in your own space with all your few friends, maybe there are a lot many, and going to the same restaurants, because you're in that city, Yeah, no, you know that people, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's the bubble I'm talking about. So last yeah. five years, no matter if you look at my, like if you look at from outside bird's eye view, I mm-hmm. feel like we've done a lot, but I personally thought, maybe it's not in a negative connotation, but I felt like I was stuck in that bubble. Because the same city, same friends, same places, and some people are okay doing it. I have friends back home, I'm from Bombay. They're fantastically doing that. I just don't think I am that breed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wanted to to say that a lot of people, I think most people, mm-hmm. all the people that don't, that don't travel, they mm-hmm. have this basic pattern of friends or family or yeah. places they like, yeah, and yeah. that's their life. Mm-hmm. And I also feel that the culture that I was living in now, mm-hmm. it wasn't enough.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's- I totally hear you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also think for, p- we give travel benefit right now because we both are in that space. I'm okay with my friends and I'm n- not wrong, but I have few friends, they're in that bubble. They, But they sometimes try to like, burst out, maybe take a hobby and meet new people. Maybe, and it comes, right? Like it comes with age and transition. Till the time you're studying, you keep meeting new people. Then you try to do your master's. I don't know how it works in different countries. I'm just talking about what I have experienced, right? Uh, You can take up something and then burst your bubble a little and but come back to it. But I don't see that very often and I didn't do it myself. And that's why I needed to get out. And that's when digital nomad happened. We were traveling extensively even before. But it was like any other traveler where you have your 9 to 5s, you have your paid leaves, or you have your hobbies for what you go ahead and travel. So we did a lot of Asia, we did a lot of U.S. things like that, but I didn't know I could live like this the way I am for the last few years.
0: How long have you been a digital nomad?
1: So fun story there, (laughs) I never thought I would be one. Because I was, I was like, "Oh, I'm such a city girl. I'm from Bombay. I want mm-hmm. my friends. And I want my ha- office." Oh yeah. my god! Um, my partner actually was remote much before pandemic even happened.
0: Before, yeah. So it was before the trend, the trendsetter, maybe.
1: Yeah, the trendsetter, Yeah, <laughs> he did do uh, South America. He did do small ones, but he didn't live at, live out of a bag. How we are doing it now?
0: Okay.
1: Um, pandemic hit, and as the pandemic hit. We started doing it within India first. So I lived in the mountains, the, literally the steps of Himalayas, small little islands. And once, like the first few months, I am not kidding. I had to pack up my entire life mm. in that city and sell it all off. Mm. That overwhelmed me so much.
0: Oh, that's a big step. Yeah, a big step. Yeah. And
1: then I thought, no, I can't do it till, till we were flying. To the destination, I thought, no, this is not permanent. This is not permanent. We're gonna get back to it.
0: Denial a little bit.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, I was in denial for sure. Um, We started selling things off. We packed one backpack, which is started with 15 kilos, and now it is down to 10 kilos abroad. But
0: that's all you have. That's all what I have right now. That's those are all your possessions. Yeah, 10 kilograms. 10 kilograms. I think I have, right now, I have more than 10 kilograms here.
1: <laughs> no, I have 10 kilos. Wow. Yeah, I have okay. 10 kilos. But
0: I think y- you skipped the step. How did you find yeah. a job that was like that? Yeah,
1: so we'll, we'll, we'll come to that. So that time, for me, pandemic changed for me. So uh, in 2019, th- we were already prepping for it. We started selling things off. It happened. Um, the first destination we went there, I thought it was temporary. But it was beautiful. And I I was like, I can't imagine I for so many years I could have done it and I didn't do it. But okay. that's okay, I'm doing it now.
0: Remember where it was your first Yeah.
1: My first was in India in the in the foothills of Himalayas. Wow. There's a town called Palampur, very small one. That's my beginning. And then there's my family who I travel with. Their beginning is much before. My beginning was that um, we lived in a small valley with just one house. I can share photos. It's literally for acres. There's nothing. And you had to walk a lot to get to that right in the middle of a green valley. There's just one house made out of mud. And we stayed there with fantastic Internet. Mm. So first few months was just like, oh, my God, I'm more productive. I am. I have more me time um, and I was just blown away with how much more I was achieving with being away from office and doing this in a small town. So I used to start early in the morning, we got into a routine. So it was getting up at 6.37, doing your whatever, flexes, yoga, whatever, you do your breakfast. And I used to start working at 8. At 3.34, we used to shut shop just because the sun used to set earlier. So we wanted to catch that sunlight So let's say 3.34, so four to six, we would go wander around in the mountains, come back early because it'll get dark faster. Mm. And then if people had work, they would work. If they didn't, then you just like, whatever, relax, get to your day and things like that. I think few months in doing this, I realized one day I might have to go back to office cause things. Ah, I so up. sad about it. I'm so sad about it. So
0: at it. first you were in denial about doing the thing that you yes. actually loved. Yes. And wow, that's cool.
1: And then once I started doing it, I could not imagine. And every time there were, you know, like the first few months were, oh yes, people will be called back home. Oh maybe not. Oh maybe not. I was just like freaking out if I had to go back. And I don't know why was I was freaking out because I knew I can go back. Yeah. It's nothing stopping me. But I loved it so much that I didn't want to go back. And I can't imagine now going back to an office.
0: I, I really thought at first, you you started by saying that you were more productive. I really thought that it was supposed to be the other way around, that mm-hmm. if you do digital nomad, mm-hmm. if you are a digital nomad, mm-hmm. that you won't be productive at all because oh no. of all the distractions. I no. I would think living here, working here, mm-hmm. I would think but maybe there's something nice to do or a cool I, thing to do. We get
1: that a lot. We get that a lot. Like when I post the picture like, oh, and yeah. like I have a po- photo on my Insta where there's a beautiful view of the mountain. Even here at my laptop when I'm working, they'll be like, how do you do this? Oh, we did this on an island. Huh. You know what's the best part? That you know you want to get out and see more, which means you don't waste your time and be more productive and utilize your ninety-five eight to 4 12 hours, how many, I'm not being, I'm not saying who wants to work how much, so that you can get to it. We'll get to the Cusco part, like for me, Monday to Friday, I have to be on my best, so that Saturday, Sunday, even if I have still of work, I don't do it, so that I can go hike, trek, whatever I can go and see mountains and things like that.
0: Okay, wow, (laughs) I I would never think of that at all. Yeah. What job are you doing now?
1: Um, so my company um, basically is into lead generation, into data. Um, it's called Apollo. Um, they were remote again before the pandemic as well. Cool. I, when I went to search for remote companies, I wanted to definitely find companies that are uh, remote first and or haven't become remote because of the pandemic. So they were remote first. And
0: That's
1: then, a good point. Yeah.
0: Because they don't Yeah, because are, they
1: already have the DNA of understanding remote workers, yeah. how processes, build processes around it.
0: It might also be the case that some companies now just want to follow the trends. That and then not
1: only trend, I think also the need and yeah and also what I realized is my previous company thought they could manage remote, but they didn't do a good job I would say a lot of companies I'm sure did the same Um, and I've heard a lot of stories from my colleagues friends where it was crazy and crazy hours of work because they didn't understand how to how to basically evaluate or measure the time uh, a person was spending working
0: yeah how does it work for you then
1: it basically works on targets, so or it basically works on the job done, and it should ideally be that for everybody. No,
0: that's it shouldn't be
1: that you have to make an attendance of nine to five in an office, and that's when it it shows that you're working. It should ideally be on KPIs, targets, um, job done. It takes you two hours or six hours. It's that's networking. a
0: good point. I know someone that does it, mm-hmm. and. He works remote. He's not a digital nomad. He yeah, just works remote. remote yeah. But he really gets monitored yeah. when he works his exact hours.
1: Okay. So two points here. It depends on what domain or where are you in filling those hours, right? There are jobs which are on time frames and things like that. The other is, I think, more advanced companies where it's okay to get the job done. That's what I mean. Um, we can also look at it as traditional mindset, where you log in, you have to show that many hours, because they don't have a way to measure him
0: except for hours. It's pretty clear yeah. that it's a traditional company and yeah. all aspects of it, yeah, that's, that's true.
1: Yeah. But that's a, that's a very separate topic of, of traditional uh, mindset versus not. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: I think in these times you have to be You have to start opening up to more new concepts new concepts Mm -hmm. like digital nomadism Mm -hmm. because otherwise you're falling behind like i already said i really feel that
1: i i do understand where you're coming from honestly being a part of a startup where we ran a company of 200 employees from the scratch i have my own beliefs now what you think about having open mind concepts. I thought I was there, but my father, he was an entrepreneur and he ran a company. I want to go back and see how he did it. And he was so successful. We weren't. So we were doing something wrong. It could not be the maybe not traditional, maybe modern, because we thought we were pretty modern. We thought we had, we had flexible working hours. We had open mindsets. We had unlimited pays and blah, blah, blah. uh, Sorry, unlimited time off,
0: but, a limited space would be difficult.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying we, yeah. we thought we were open minded, but we didn't. It's not. Didn't yeah, out.
0: I'm not saying that it's the key. Mm-hmm. I think you have to start looking at the new ways and maybe implement it in your own way. That's you don't just you don't have to blindly follow the new trends. I agree because that won't work.
1: I agree 100 percent, but I still want to go back in time and see how the generation before us did it and they are much more successful.
0: Mm. It might not be that the generation was successful, mm. it might be that
1: oh, no, no. Your, I mean, your father was yeah, more yeah, successful, I, I, specifically. I
0: mean,
1: there's more success case there, according to me, so that's all what I mean. Like they yeah. started from scratch, and by the way, the opportunity caught, uh, was also higher back then, according to me. Yeah, and yeah. it could
0: also be the case that what he did then wouldn't work now. True. That's also I 100% I mean. agree. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree yeah but I don't know I don't think I definitely agree that people should start opening their minds more and hear more and understand what the employees want and start giving them that but still have a say of what will work with for the company rather than just the employees both ways I think
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. for you so you've been a digital nomad for a couple of years now. yeah if you had one big tip that other people that would like to be become a digital nomad, if you had one tip for them, what would it be? Uh,
1: to start with, it would be uh, I hundred percent agree that once you start, it, it's overwhelming. You think, "Oh my God, how am I going to live without my five pair of shoes and six <laughs> jeans?" And no, you can do it. I promise you, you can do it. A, it's It's shifting your comfort zone. It takes courage. I'm not going to lie. It's a big step. Leaving country comfort behind, meeting new people and being a digital nomad. It's fantastic, but it comes with its challenges, but it's fantastic. It has a price.
0: Yeah. For example, having 10 kilos, (laughs) it makes you not becoming or turning to be a capitalist.
1: Mm, I, would say... I
0: don't think it's possible to be a capitalist, to be to be buying stuff mm-hmm. that's that makes you look prettier or yeah. things like that.
1: Yeah, for me I wouldn't say it's capitalist, I would say, I I used to be how much I need versus how much I want. I used to always be that, but now i become more of that. Like earlier me, if I saw something cute on the street, I would pick it up. And I don't mean by wearing it, it could be a keychain, it could be a pen. Now I think 10 times before, will it fit in my luggage? Would I need it after it, Good after point. two days? Do I even have uh, the capacity to, like for example, I sure. know I'm gonna go back home one day and I wanna, I wanna pick up so many things and so many gifts for my parents or friends. I do it by the end of the trip, like souvenirs and this and that, but sometimes I want something even bigger, which I cannot. But what I mean is-
0: That's the price you pay, no?
1: You, the price is not all of this, honestly. No, well,
0: I mean the literal price. The little price, yes. The literal, yeah. Yeah.
1: But I've, I, I think I'm okay with it. Because right now I'm very happy. I need laundry, yes. <laughs> I need fine laundry. Because <laughs> even if it, it's my five piece of clothing, I need to keep cleaning it and, uh, you know, uh, reinventing them Either, either, you know, if they're not working out, buy new stuff, everything, yeah. But what I mean is, the price of digital nomad is always being and knowing um, that's that's a big topic, like which country will allow you and what visa and the rules and how long and then the search of a place with internet and depends on what kind of digital nomad you are. I'm a working nomad, right? I need my space, our kitchen, internet, very important. And we've gone through in the whole abroad one year, from Mexico to here, it's been, uh, it's not been always pleasant. Of course, I would say. of course, so, yeah.
0: but what kind of what problems I'm, did you encounter?
1: Um, <laughs> Just like some, just one example would be that comes on top of my mind right now is when we came to Cusco, we generally do is book um BNBs for like two days, two days or a week so that we can go see other if you like that BNB, great, Airbnb. If not, we go and check out other apartments because it should meet the criteria, which I just mentioned, which is the internet, uh, uh, the kitchen sure. and things like that because you're going to stay long. Mm-hmm. Um, the first place we stayed, we liked it. We were going to book it and we were talking about it. The host misunderstood us for some other couple, some other Indian couple, to be honest. And she already booked it out. Online, oh. so on, so she did not block the dates on Airbnb. Oh, yeah, which means we had to pack up at 10 p.m. and leave, and we didn't know where to go. <laughs> it was insane, no way. Yeah, it was insane. Now, where and was this? Cusco, in here, here in Cusco, here in Cusco. Oh, for real, and we didn't know what to do. <laughs> and then we booked a hostel for that night, but it's stressful because yeah, sure. you don't know where, you carry your entire life, and then you move somewhere. The and thought of
0: having to live on the street would be oh stressful, my God. of course. No, no, yeah, no, that's I, not
1: happening. I would pay a bomb and still stay somewhere, but no. Yeah.
0: In Cusco, of course, you have the, the hostels, yeah, which you can go anytime yeah, you want. Yeah. That's, But that's not everywhere, the yeah. case, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's pretty, wow, well, yeah.
1: Yeah, but that, that's been the, that was one, and then the other part was, between moving houses uh, we left some stuff with the host this is another story we left some stuff with the host we weren't that great with spanish we generally do translate or use our our (laughs) own methods of talking to her the time we came back to use the house she did have our stuff she gave it away because she understood that i said to give it away I said can you keep it for me?
0: Uh, so or that's a cultural difference um, a misinterpretation or it was she didn't understand you I think question. the
1: I think the latter two I don't think there was a cultural difference basically we made a bag for her we were going on a trip and we had to move houses so we had our our regular bag which is our backpack but because we know that we're going to live in Cusco for let's say 3 months we had already purchased grocery and living things for the house, let's say cleaning items, like I would say it was worth a lot of dollars. And we made that bag. And then because she was keeping our backpack, so we said, oh, can you keep this as well for us? And I think what she understood is that's a separate bag and that has to be given away to the cleaning lady (laughs) or something. So when we came back and I said, where is the bag for food, for example? And she's like, oh, I thought I had to give it away. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. But,
1: okay, I'm, we're talking about bad things about digital. Nomad. I swear it's not but really bad.
0: The bad things are part of it. Every yeah. every advantage has yeah. disadvantage. Yeah, 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 And there has to be talked about that as well. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. No, no, I because understand. Because that's
0: good. If someone was listening this and they, yeah. they were thinking, oh, I really want to become this, and they hear this, mm-hmm. they would be like, oh, that's a good point. Maybe I should prepare for that. Mm-hmm. I, are, I
1: think these were just very small hiccups in terms of the big beautiful things we've gone through honestly in the last uh, one year from mexico colombia dominican republic caribbean countries and here these are very small yeah, it's been course. it's been very relatively very of course yeah. the things you've seen the yeah. things you've done yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Another big it might be, this is Spanish, depending on the person mm-hmm. that I think could be for a digital nomad mm-hmm. is always moving. It makes you, like you said at, at first, mm-hmm. you have a bubble you live in yeah. and you have these specific people. Yeah. But being a digital nomad means that you never get to really connect, with yeah. someone, really get yeah. to know yeah. someone. Yeah. And it might be that uh, might have a stall maybe. Oh,
1: I, I completely, <laughs> 100% agree. Because A, I'm very far away from my friends back home. Which means we're catching up once in I don't know how long. And everybody has their own lives and everybody are busy now. Which means uh, you have these friends you've made here. Uh, for example, right now you're in Cusco. You're gonna leave on Saturday. We just got close. Of like, course. you know what I mean? And then y'all leave. It's like a routine. You never really get close to anybody. Mm-hmm. But you want to. like. Just before this, I met uh, a friend of mine who was from Liverpool and we had a blast and I thought oh after so long I met somebody who you know, you connect at a different level Of course, and then in a week we had to leave. She had to leave so Yeah, you you make a lot of friends on the way and beautiful stories beautiful memories um, It'll be fantastic to meet them again. By the way, some of them came uh, to my <laughs> wedding, but those are just travel friends and not digital friends. Mm-hmm. Digital nomad friends. Yeah. Um, and it was fantastic. When you can reconnect and they can come for important events of, of your life. Yeah.
0: That might be a cool thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that after a while mm-hmm. of doing what you do, be, being a digital nomad, because I want might want to become one as well mm-hmm. to do these kind of things. Yeah. And then after a while I think that I will be able to meet. hmm or to to Reconnect, go to a specific yeah, yeah. or to go to a specific place. Mm-hmm. Like for example, Cusco, there are so many tourists mm-hmm, here that mm-hmm. came back, fell in love and then want to leave. Yeah. And then they're not travelers anymore. And yeah. then they
1: Oh, we met a lot yeah. of them. Um, in where was it? I think in Mexico we met a couple who thought they were so Mexico has a small island where we lived called Cozumel. We met a couple who Basically came, fell in love, traveled and then came back and just settled there. Because it that's, was so beautiful.
0: That's my dream. Yeah? That's, I think that's the dream in general Isn't for it traveling. It's fantastic
1: that you can people don't even get a chance to find where can they settle or find their dream or
0: It's chosen for them. It's
1: chosen for them. Or yeah. they they never get a chance or they they don't feel it is open enough they are okay being where they were born where this is where i will be i see this is where my friends are that's it whereas they you would actually have an option see around and then find where you fit you feel and then be there
0: that's so true because
1: just the thought makes me happy yeah
0: me too (laughs) that's the passion of travelers yeah yeah and i always felt like something Felt oh, off in yeah. my country, and then I went to travel to Ireland. And then I saw these huge, beautiful mountains, and then I was like, That's it, that's it, nature, yeah. beautiful yeah. views. Mm-hmm. Something also in Peru here, it's been so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen some, some, um, some nature here?
1: Yeah, so as I was mentioning, for me, routine is very important. As a, I don't know about other nomads, but for me. Being a digital nomad also equals to great routine, especially with
0: work. It has to. Yeah. I think. Because there are so many things that are irregular, Uh you have to have some. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you get crazy, I think. So,
1: Monday to Friday, when you're working, evening, if you have some time, you can walk up to local places, churches, and you, you know, the mountains right up here. Every Saturday, Sunday, I have, since I've been here, there's not been a weekend where I've not hiked. Or been to some place, Machu Picchu, Ma- uh, Rainbow Mountain. Uh, luckily, we are we go with lo- uh, local tour guides who take us to, let's say, Urubamba, and then just walk up some mountain and see some crosses. Oh, it's been beautiful. That's and I so- honestly, that's become the way we travel because I come from a big city. Uh, I don't like staying in bigger cities. So I've still not been to Lima, for example, in Mexico. I did not stay in Mexico. City. You think
0: Cusco is not a big city,
1: but it has so much to do. I don't think it's another big city. I think it matters. What else is there? What does it offer except for restaurants and bars and what else can you do? That's the biggest challenge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's say for, as I was giving you an example of Mexico, Mexico city is huge. I didn't want to leave my own city. And come to another big city. That makes no sense. You, of course, you can do things from there as well, yeah. but then you're away from nature, again.
0: So that is a good point. And then and nature is so close yeah, here to Cusco. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then we lived on that island for like three months, and it was fantastic. Slow life, routine life, like how in Peru, I'm telling you that I used to go and I go weekends and do the, do the mountains there we used to go and dive or snorkel yeah that's cool yeah so things that yeah. we always would find a city which has things to do around not only your typical things of going out eating out meeting friends art i'm not saying that's disregarded i'm just saying that has to be more that is a good activities. point yeah
0: i haven't w- never thought about this because mm. i come from a pretty dead city. Uh-huh. Not that big, not that much to do in the sense of activities or mm-hmm. sightseeing or, or everything. And then I would focus on going to big cities. Mm-hmm. For example, Dublin now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I never thought of having going to a city mm-hmm. that has enough to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, like you said, it's more important to focus on the activities instead mm-hmm. of the city. Yeah or the the people the amount of people yeah you shouldn't look at numbers yeah that is a good point
1: yeah but you can go to a dead city but at the end you will find yourself uh, lack of word bored um would want to leave soon rather find a place where you have you so you give yourself okay if i had to be in this city for two months one month and does this city give you enough give you enough in the sense of your liking for example, we were in Colombia. For me, it was not that big a city. I had enough colleagues and friends, so it was fine for me. But I took up salsa. I took up Spanish. And I love it that at this age and stage, while we work, we go back to our hobbies. How many people do that? They don't. And then- Just to like,
0: at different places then. Yeah. That's very cool. So where have you been since you started? digital nomadism? Um,
1: We started in India as I said a lot of places in India as the borders open for us um, The passports not that strong, but what I have is uh, American tourist visa With that you are allowed to enter certain number of countries To be honest the only place that was open for us that time (laughs) was Mexico as if it never got never got corona honestly, and then we realized Mexico was open, our borders were open, we just took off. Mm-hmm. We just took off and this would be my first time, I've lived abroad but this would be my first time doing digital nomadism abroad, like living out of a bag abroad. We started from Mexico, it was five to six months in Mexico. We did, um, so I traveled with my sister and her partner, and so four of us. Um, They've done Central America, that is Guatemala, Panama. We didn't do that. We went to Dominican Republic and other other Caribbean countries.
0: Haiti, then,
1: maybe? Haiti, I didn't do. I did Dominican. Um, okay. Panama, Guatemala. Cuba? Cuba, maybe? No, didn't do Cuba either. We came down and then we did Colombia.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Colombia for four months. We lived, traveled around um, the country. And then now we are in Cusco.
0: And how do you decide when to leave, when to go to, the, to a different country?
1: Uh, how much visa we get. <laughs> <laughs> so for example, on our, uh, on our American tourist visa, um, for Mexico we have six months. For Colombia we have six months. But not necessarily we would stay the whole six months. But yeah, we would try to make the most out of it. Um, Peru, we have three months. No, more than that. I think so. I'm not sure. How do we decide? Um, A, we have a we're very nerdy. (laughs) We have an Excel sheet with budgets. Listen, whoever is listening or you know this the best. Uh No matter what you do, money is the most important thing. Like happiness is, but no matter even if I'm working and making, I. I wouldn't
0: call it the most important thing, but it's a crucial thing. Crucial thing.
1: Okay, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go to a place which is very cold and it was very cheap. No, I agree. So I get your point. So (laughs) we have these um, websites and things like that. We go and see. So if this is our budget, we have a budget for rent, food. And these are not just uh, made up budgets. We at first we used to compare it to India, but we shouldn't do that because it's like Asia is way, way, way cheaper than any of this. right? You even, here, even
0: here, even in Latin America. Yeah. Oh. Asia because is For me, Europe it has been cheap. so cheap compared to Europe.
1: Love, you're in Europe. I'm, I come from Asia. Do you know how cheap India is? I have no idea. Oh my God, it's very, 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 very cheap. And then there is cheaper countries than that. There's Thailand. There's Vietnam. Things like that, right? And we've been to that, and it feels like why aren't we doing it there? We yeah. will get to that point. But <laughs> So we have an Excel sheet where we, we, we want to do it all, but if you have to do a lot longer time, we go and compare, and there are a lot of websites which gives you estimation. How people say you can compare McDonald's or beer or how much is the cost of bread, how much is the cost of milk, so things like that. We do that comparison. Um,
0: it's like a medi- medical equation kind of.
1: Yeah, mathematical equation, yeah.
0: It's cool, smart.
1: But. So it started with, let's say, Mexico. We did the first month and now we got that as a standard. And then we realized, oh, no, but there's something much cheaper. The island was much cheaper. Then we we were like, oh, shit, let's compare everything with that. No, just do a basic standardization and up and down. It's okay. It's okay because, for example, for me, Cusco could be a little bit higher, not because of the stay or how much I spend here in terms of food and things or restaurants. It's because activities here are a little expensive. Like Machu Picchu. Every weekend I am doing something. Versus six months where I would spread it out for six months. So it's all budgeting and things like that as well.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Because when I planned my trip to Peru, Mm -hmm. I was also not being as nerdy, as you call it, as you, but I was trying to work it out. Mm how much I should have and then I ended up complete being completely wrong Yeah, and I think it might have been because of all the activities surrounding yeah. because I was looking at the money mm-hmm. to buy food
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the living standard mm-hmm. but it's not comparable to doing yeah. activities yeah. and spending way too much money <laughs> on things like that.
1: I agree. Yeah. But you only realize this when you get get to a place also. Like When we did Caribbean countries, we knew we wanted to dive, but we didn't. We had an estimation that it's going to be expensive to, let's say, dive. But if every weekend you're going to do a water activity similar to here as a mountain activity, it it is expensive. And always remember one thing when you arrive in a country, the first week or the two weeks will feel expensive because you're just getting to know the city.
0: That is a good point. Yeah, that is really true. I have seen that as well in yeah. my first three weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
0: way, and then the, the prices started
1: dropping. Because let's say you, you want to go out and eat. You won't be like, oh, which is the next corner shop? Let me go eat there, which you eat at now because you've understood it's fantastic. You'll yeah. go, oh, which is the topmost restaurant? Okay, I want to try this. Everybody goes through that. Everybody goes through that
0: what has it been like for you to be able to be a digital nomad with your your husbands yeah your husband how has that been for you
1: you mean relationship wise
0: yeah um
1: i wish i had like a golden answer for couples (laughs) it's the same we we have the same amount of fights the okay let me take a step back First, it comes down to what people we are. We always knew that he would be the person not meeting a lot of people. I would be the person who wants to meet friends and go out there and you know hear more stories. So I like meeting more people. And we are very okay being our individuals, that if I have a plan, just like right now, so it's very, very okay, and I don't think anybody should have a problem. Yeah. So we are firstly we have two individuals who are being together so that hasn't changed I am what I am he is what he is of course just because we always are together doesn't make him more extrovert less extrovert he'll go out of his way to do things no we're same individuals traveling together
0: so you don't think he, he changes because you live together because you're different from him
1: he doesn't change because we live together no that it, Even if I was living in in, and I wasn't a digital nomad, nothing changes. You could be doing your job, having the same routine in any other city and being the same. The only difference I feel is maybe there are days I don't have people to go to and I'm bothering him more. Or he's doing the same because maybe my friends are not here, like we were talking, coming back to. If I wanted to have, let's say, a plan, if you go back to your city, you can just call up anybody because they're your friends and say, hey, let's meet or office friends or this, do this, do that. That could be a thing. There are times where we have fought just because we are in each other's face. Yes, and Mm -hmm. that'll happen to anybody. You're traveling together. That's the best test of relationship, according to me. But you should know when to give space, not to give space. Like, when that started happening, because we work together, not in the same company, but because we work out of the same space,
0: hmm.
1: I feel like it's a lot sometimes.
0: I can figure.
1: Yeah, but you you know each other's keys, points, things like that. As I said, the crux of it is that you, you know that human. So which means, if that's happening, where space is required, he has said, okay, I'm gonna go, Work from a cafe. Oh, okay, I'm gonna go work from a uh, co-working space. That solves for one thing. Second thing, um, I would make plans without him. Like I, he doesn't need to be everywhere I go. Things like that. True. True. Um, yeah, I think that's that's where it comes down to. Even and this has nothing to do with digital nomad. I think. I would I would be a little lost because <laughs> I don't think as we were talking I'm not that tech savvy and, this oh. and that two brains are always better right like if you're traveling somewhere like where to stay what to do oh I've heard this is good oh that let's do true. this and oh go out and try this and there are two yeah, minds that is true so it, it, it works like that yeah. but I think our relationship improved because now I feel like I don't think we've done it all <laughs> but I feel like you've pressed every key. I feel like yeah, uh, you've pressed every key. You've seen a person in every situation. Hangry, hungry, tired, cold, you know.
0: Yeah. You got a good point?
1: Yeah. It doesn't Maybe mean that there's not enough to do. Like there's so much more a couple has to go through.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah. And I do yeah. miss my friends back home where I could just be like, Hey, I want like time out. Do you want to like have
0: food of course, of a course. little bit? Yeah. But if you want to just meet some people or like yeah. you said, you meet some people after a while after mm-hmm. you lived here, like for example us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that's, I think that was a very nice podcast, <laughs> a very nice episode. Oh I've, my God.
1: I kept blabbering. I hope it works for you. But of yeah. course. <laughs>
0: It always works. It always works when it comes down to it. What matters is that people give interesting stories. Mm -hmm. And I've heard a lot today. So thank you very much. No
1: problem. I hope, I hope, and all the best. And I'm going to miss you guys.
0: Yeah, it's only been the second time I've (laughs) met you, but it's been so fun. (laughs) I'm going
1: (laughs) to miss me again (laughs) more.
0: I might do too. (laughs) Thank you. Do not go gently that good night. Old age should burn and
1: rave at close of day. Rage. Rage.